0: Good afternoon everyone I'm Izzy and this is London Calling. So I'm broadcasting to you from uh, on a Wednesday afternoon um, because I decided to go ice skating on Monday and cleverly booked my Slot, uh, which meant that I I was ice skating rather than here on Monday. So apologies for my lack of commitment to the cause. Um, this week I'm bringing you a fun-packed based show, a fun-packed show based on the return of Indie Sleaze. More about that later. Um, I'll be letting you know what's happening in the capital this week, giving Bermondsey the Zoom treatment, and introducing my new feature on famous Londoners. Today we're going to kick things off with Marina and the Diamonds, how to be a heartbreaker. Marina was the first artist I ever saw in concert, and this song has a special place in my heart. Here we go. Marina and the Diamonds with How to Be a Heartbreaker. I absolutely adore that song. Um, so Indie Sleaze is having a bit of a renaissance at the moment. Um, if you've been anywhere near TikTok, this this will be confirmed. Um, yeah, sorry, I just realized I hadn't put my backing music on. Um, so according to... TikTok, the, the the bands such as the 1975 and the Arctic Monkeys are releasing new material. These bands were huge in the late 2000s, early to mid 2010s. A lot of artists I'm going to play today, I would class personally as indie sleaze, but this definition can vary. Um, though a lot of the artists I'm going to play would no longer be classed as indie because they've gone mainstream since their albums like went viral etc Um, but they have gone mainstream as a result of this genre Um, the music they were when they released it though was definitely considered indie sleaze Um, and they were definitely the artists could absolutely be classed as off the beaten track Um, I'm going to give you the Google definition of um, indie sleaze, which, uh, so Google informs me that it was the uh, fashion and music aesthetic popular in the United Kingdom and to an extent the United States from approximately 2006 to 2012, characterized by guitar bands and soft soft rock and experimental pop and and a modern spin on the 90s grunge movement. So it's quite a broad definition, but it acted as a counterculture over the sort of Y2K pop aesthetic and music scene. Um, So yeah, that's, that's the indie sleaze in a nutshell. I hope I did that definition justice. And now I'm going to play the 1975, which were the second band I ever saw in concert. So here they are with Robbers. That was the 1975 with Robbers. They actually released a new album recently being... Called being funny in a foreign language, and they have been on tour and sold out Madison Square Gardens. And wow, going on social media, it's like everyone forgot how good the 1975 were and how much they loved them. I personally, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a big fan. And in my infinite wisdom, I went to their concert at the O2 the night before my sister's wedding. And whilst I was tired the next day, gosh, it was worth it. They put on one hell of a show they are proper rock stars in my opinion um teenage me thought they were the coolest thing ever and matty healy the lead singer has definitely inspired my love of their leather trousers ever since i mean they're wiped clean and i'm very accident prone so make of that what you will um i also love that it's now sociably sociably acceptable to go socially acceptable sorry i'm getting really tongue-tied this afternoon um to go out once again wearing a 1975 band t-shirt and not feel too embarrassed um so next up we've got lana del rey and video games
1: Backyard, pull up in your fast car, whistling my name. Open up a beer and you say get over here and play a video game. I'm in his favorite sundress, watching me get undressed, take a body downtown. I see you the bestest, leaning for a big kiss, put his favorite perfume on. Play a video game. It's you, it's you, it's all for you, everything. Singing in the old bars Swinging with the old stars Living for the fame Kissing in the blue dark Playing pool and wild dots, Video games He holds me in his big arms Drunk and I am seeing stars This is all I think of Watching all our friends fall In and out of old clothes This is my idea of fun Playing video games. It's you, it's you, it's all for you. Everything I do, I tell you all the time. Heaven is a place on earth with you. Tell me all the things you wanna do. I heard that you like the bad. honor
0: Lana Del Rey with Video Games. Um, She actually released her Born to Die album from which that song is from during peak indie sleaze i remember seeing it in cd form that's retro lying around in my parents dining room and whilst it now has become something of a classic and lana lana was heavily featured on 2012 tumblr i naively thought she was just another pop star singing sad songs little did i know uh, that she was going to become a global phenomena. I remember watching Gossip Girl, another sort of twenty late 2000s to 2012 phenomena, and they put video games on, and I was like, okay, now I get why, like... Everyone is losing their minds over Lana Del Rey. Her lyrics, as well, often touch on subjects like drug use, heartbreak, even a bit of a Lolita complex. Subjects that sometimes other sort of pop stars and musicians would uh, shy away from singing about. Not Lana, there's no one quite like her. So while we're on a bit of a girl, solo, female solo artist, girly pop foray, Um, we're going to look at another indie sleaze artist from this side of the Atlantic, and that's Lily Allen. She was definitely having a moment during the late 2000s, early 2010s, and this next song features in one of my favourite film's opening sequence. The beginning of Tomorrow Drew sees Gemma Arterton whizzing down English country lanes in a bright red mini with The Fear by Lily Allen blaring. It's a film I urge you to watch and uh, it's one I always think of when I listen to this song. So this is The Fear by Lily Allen.
2: I wanna be rich and I want lots of money I don't care about clever, I don't care about funny I want loads of clothes and fuck loads of diamonds I heard people die while they're trying to find them And I'll take my clothes off and it will be shameless Cause everyone knows that's how you get famous I'll look at the sun and I'll look in the mirror I'm on the right track, yeah I'm on to a win
0: was Lily Allen with The Fear. Um, So up next, we're going to do a little back-to-back of two artists I still think aren't particularly mainstream um they're both brits um the first we have first we have the big pink and their song dominoes i adore this having followed the lead singer's wife on instagram and randomly discovered them um not many people know about the big pink they're still quite like uh, a mystery enigma unknown i don't know um and they actually, if you have a look at them on Spotify, they have a back catalogue full of absolute hidden gems. And I recently, they recently rather started releasing music for the first time in quite a few years. Uh, and yeah, I can recommend it so well worth a listen. Um rather unindily though this fat I don't even know if that's the word unindily but it's not very indie this song was actually sampled by Nicki Minaj so some people might recognize it from there completely random that Nicki Minaj decided to sample some random band from London but there we go um, after that, we're going to go into Goldfrap. I think they are still a little bit under the radar. My mum would probably disagree. She used to play them in the car. So maybe they're not that, that indie. Um, I mean, there's no one quite like Goldfrap. They're very experimental. Um, but yeah, I'm going to play my favourite song by them, number one. But first, this is The Big Pink with Dominoes. goldfrap with number one and before that we had dominoes by the big pink um so i felt like i couldn't talk about indie sleaze without touching on fashion i would argue that indie sleaze fashion really started in glastonbury in 2005 when we saw kate Moss romping about in the mud in denim hot pants a sparkly top and her wellies after that it was indie sleaze had taken off it was everywhere um people were doing sort of rock chicky looks you had alexa chung who was a real like poster girl for the indie sleaze aesthetic um it could really vary from like sort of skinny jeans and band t-shirts tartan mini skirts and fishnets um and everything in between um i'll let you have a google though because there's there's lots to see if you google indie sleaze style it's pinterest galore um there are some parts of the indie sleaze look that i do feel should be left in the late 2000s early 2010s galaxy print leggings um knee-high socks you know they're a bit grim leave those in the past um i think it's definitely coming back we're getting indie sleaze music back so you know i feel like bring back indie sleaze fashion not the grim bits obviously um so i think it's time to wave goodbye to your hairbrushes because indie sleaze is all about bed hair and uh dig out your skinny jeans my friends will like wince when i say this because they're like oh skinny jeans but i am convinced a renaissance is coming and i will stand by that i will probably also be wearing skinny jeans till i die the only person still wearing skinny jeans um on that note i thought i could get away with um just the one marina song it turns out i can't so this song is from her album fruit and it's called can't pin me down
1: you can't pay me any
3: color and i can't be a clown but you ain't got my number yeah you
0: That was Marina. And now I'm going to launch our new section on London Calling called Famous Londoners. So each week I'm going to look at a different famous Londoner who did or does call London home and tell you a bit about them, where in London they lived, you know, the important bits. This week we're going to kick things off with arguably my favourite Londoner of all time, Alexander McQueen. I was lucky enough, actually, to have the opportunity to model a few years ago for Alexander McQueen. And my God, the clothes are like works of art. It was incredible. Um, McQueen grew up in Stratford, so a little bit east. Um, He attended Central St. Martins here in the centre of London. Back when he was a CSM student, it wasn't a granary square at King's Cross. It was located... uh, up the road in Holborn in Kingsway um and I can imagine like it would have been so cool to have walked down Kingsway when CSM was there and see all the students in their like amazing outfits or like running about with rolls of fabric and things it would have been amazing um and he uh, he attended CSM in the 90s um he was then mentored having left Central St. Martin's by my namesake, Isabella Blow, um, who helped him find global fame. McQueen really changed the way that we see fashion. He didn't think that there was anything that you couldn't put on a catwalk. So, Jack the Ripper, Highland Rape, like models looking like they were in a lunatic asylum, like you name it, he put it on the catwalk. He loved to shock and make people feel uncomfortable. But I think. Equally, he liked to kind of remind people there's beauty in everything, in things that might disturb you and make you uncomfortable. There's still beauty in it. And I just think he was such a visionary and a groundbreaker. And designers today still reference and hark back to McQueen, but there will be and never be another McQueen. There was a fashion show um, at Fashion Week, Bella Hadid. I think the brand was Coperni. And they did like a spray on dress with a machine and Bella Hadid was stood there in her pants having this dress sprayed on to her. And I sat there and it reminded me of the 1999 McQueen show where you had Shalom Harlow in this dress going round on this spinning pedestal being spray painted by these machines. And everyone was like, oh, this is so groundbreaking. And I, it was like, no, McQueen did it first in nineteen ninety-nine. And I will I will fight for that until the end. I will McQueen did it first. Capernay were copying him. Um McQueen tragically died in 2010, but his brand lives on. And it's still, in my opinion, groundbreaking. It's proper London fashion. It's got the beauty, but a real sort of edgy rawness to it. Um, I can highly recommend there's a film called McQueen and there's another one on YouTube about McQueen's relationship with Isabella Blow and I would highly recommend both of them. A few years ago at Somerset House they had a retrospective of Isabella Blow's wardrobe and the custom McQueen in it my god she she really wow the pair of them were kindred spirits and egged each other on and so it is for that reason McQueen will forever be my all-time favorite Londoner um so whilst we're on the subject of style I'm trying to like pull the threads together here um I'm going to play you Style by Taylor Swift. Um, Whilst not indie, she was a big part of the whole indie sleaze, Tumblr vibe during her 1989 era. Also because she was like having a fling with harry styles and quite a lot of other men (laughs) at the time but uh, yeah she was a hot topic on tumblr and so for that reason i'm going to lump her into the indie sleaze category so this is taylor swift and style
2: thinking about you You and i i I said i've been there too a few times cause you got that james
0: So that was Taylor Swift with Style. So this week, I'm giving you the lowdown on Bermondsey. It's a part of London. My flatmate Amy and I, shout out to Amy, conducted some very important research for you um, for the purposes of this show last week. Definitely not using it as an excuse to go out for dinner. Um, Bermondsey Street is full of fab places to eat. You could literally work your way down the street eating. There's everything from, like... Vietnamese for to French bistro vibes, like you name it, they have it. Um, so we tried Flour and Grape, which uh, serves very reasonably priced Italian food, it was amazing. Um, I can highly recommend you can't book, so I would say get there early, sort of five o'clock when they open um they also have an amazing cocktail bar downstairs the vibes were immaculate the decor was nice the service was good and yeah the food as I said was delicious um the nearby vinegar yard is also great for a slightly more casual drinks vibe think sort of box park type thing but a bit more sort of off the beaten track um My things to do in Bermondsey are obviously white cubed famed for its championing of the YBAs and somewhere with a constant roster of exciting talent. Um, Or if you fancied it, you can venture down the road to the fashion and textile museum. Um, It's brightly colored. You can't miss it. The gift shop there is also amazing. On a Friday, they have the Bermondsey antiques fair. So if antiques are your thing, go and pick up some bargains. Um, And yeah, that's my little, very little foray to Bermondsey. Um, So up next, we've got Florence Welch. Well, Florence and the Machine. I would say she is the queen of Indie Sleaze because she just embodies everything that the aesthetic, the music is about. And she found fame during the Indie Sleaze era when she released her debut album between two... between two lungs Um, she is well known for her cover of You've Got the Love and whilst I adore her cover she did a version of it that you can only get on a a, like as a Glastonbury live like sound I don't know anyway you can only get her like live recording of this from Glastonbury she didn't do like a studio recording of it Um, and it was a collab with Dizzy Rascal it was her You've Got the Love, but with Dizzy Rascal rapping in it. And I think it just epitomises like indie sleaze cool and like the best of British. It's called You've Got the Dirty Love. So here are Florence and Dizzy. Hey.
4: Everybody wants to be famous, nobody wants to be nameless. Aimless, people act shameless, trying to live like entertainers. With the fuck, crib with the anchor, So they spare money that they ain't made yet. Got a to antique that they ain't paid yet. Spend a paycheck in the West End on the weekend. Got no money by the end of the weekend. But they don't care, cause their life is a movie. Starring Louis V, paid for by yours truly. Truthfully, it's a joke like a never episode. The Holy Oaks can't keep up with the cover, no. So they got back credit, living on direct, they be in debt. They still don't get it, cause they're too busy living the high Life, the nightlife hugging the highway, living large, and it won't Sometimes it seems mm-hmm. the one is just too rough let wrong, no matter what I do. That's right. No, no, it seems like life is just too much. Woo. But you got the love I need to see me through. Check it, yo. Let me take you down to London. No. See whether I choose, but I don't know whether it is. Everybody's on the paper chase. Just one big frag race. Everybody's got Woo. a spoof so break. They say they're ready to ride up on the inside, looking at the... So it's an outdoor reflection, a city wide, north-east, west yeah. and the south side. Everywhere I go, there's a room on the corner. Girls are just gonna sit in like a sauna, and it's getting warmer, and not a water. So the boy's struggling, bubble to a mourner. There's the no politician coming to me the solution. What's the answer? What's the conclusion? Is it an illusion? Is it a mirage? I see y'all because they're trying to live large, and they all say... Sometimes I feel like... Everybody's in the bloodshed yeah, and I make it rain But not for famine, just for the sake of having 15 minutes of fame and everywhere the same in the game, I see the same thing Everybody acting like they're sailing But I see rough season. ahead, maybe the recession And in the depression, in whatever profession this is my confession, I'm from I'm in the forefront, living for money ready to start Like a vulture with no rope, but I ain't trying to see no bottom Because that's where I came from, I have forgotten You got the love! You got the love!
0: that was you've got the dirty love i kind of dig that remix um so it's the time of the week where i give you my top picks of what's going on in the capital this week um and we've got got some good suggestions in terms of nights out i'm plugging kcl dj socks insular event at dalston den um This is always a good night out and this week in particular is it's good to go because the proceeds are all going to charity the vibes are immaculate you can get your tickets on RA that's the KCL DJ Sock Insular event be there or be square you will regret not going um So my walk to do is obviously, I mentioned earlier, head down to skate at Somerset House to get in that pre-Christmas love actually kind of mood. Um, It's tremendous fun. And they were playing some great tunes when I went on Monday night with my friend Hattie. We had a blast. They were playing like chic disco music. Um, They had a bit of Madonna. Like it was good, good tunes. Um, Afterwards, we went to Apres Skate at the uh, Moë Chandon skate bar. And, uh, yeah, if you want hot chocolate, they have that. That's immaculate. But they also have some very nice champagne cocktails. So even if you don't want to go skating, definitely head to the Apro bar. Um... Up next, music-wise, we have the poster boys for Indie Sleaze, I would argue. It is, of course, the Arctic Monkeys, who brought out a hotly anticipated new album recently. I told you, the Indie Sleaze artists, they're all coming back. Um, this song, though, is from their AM album. It is, of course, Do I Wanna Know. Um, we've come to the end of the show, so thank you for joining me. Um, for this brief, if slightly chaotic, foray into Indie Sleaze. I will be back next week um, for looking at the Art of the Remix and Covent Garden. Thank you and enjoy your Wednesday.
5: Have you got colour in your cheek? Until I fall asleep, spilling drinks on my settee. Do I wanna know if this feeling flows both ways? Sad to see you go, sort of hoping that you'd stay. But we both know that the nights were mainly made the saying things that you can't say tomorrow. Day crawling. I do But we could be together If you wanted to Do I wanna know If this feeling flows both ways I would to see you we sorta of hoping that you'd stay